no, but seriously, like, like people, are like, oh, how do I raise my price? Like, what percentage do I do it at? It's like, um, you you make it whatever the fuck you want, and then you do it. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to overcomplicate this. You don't have to wait until like having th- oh, I'm uh, they this program that I'm like that I'm in. Like they said that like after like three clients, you can up your rate. Um, no, fuck that. I I. After the first month of my program, I'm like, you know what? I'm really good at what I what I do. I'm doubling it, and I doubled it. <laughs> so, do you want to know the the psychology behind why you want three clients before you do it? Because you don't have to wait for three clients. That shit is arbitrary. Hey guys. Oh my Welcome gosh. back. Miss you. Maggie, um, you start off by doing talking because they've missed you. They've only heard me the last two weeks. Did you miss me? Did you miss me so much? How much did you miss me? On a scale miss- of one to so much. Uh, like so much more than so much. Like so all much the, to the, the like missing? infinity power. Yeah. I missed I you very much. Get it. Yeah. I <laughs> missed me too. I can't even tell you how much I missed me. Like I missed me so much. Yeah. Not just on the podcast, but in life. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. I had no medication. You guys, I almost died. No, okay. That's dramatic. Um, so I was on vacation, which is partially why you missed me, but I didn't have my medication for since so as we record this, it's my first day back on medication, and I feel like a whole new bitch, a powerhouse. Yes, mm. yes, girl. Mm. So I feel amazing, and I actually forgot how good I felt. I like I knew I felt amazing. I could like get shit done. Uh huh. But to say I. It's been in my system now for like two hours, (laughs) like two hours. Yeah. And I have contacted every client. I have cleaned my desk. I have repotted some plants. So my nails are nice and funky. I have, uh, I don't remember what else. Like I've done a bunch. Like it's, it's hard to remember everything I've done because I've done so much. And I've literally done all of the things. I've done a day's worth of, of functions. Yeah. And I still have a training class I'm doing today. And I also have a, uh, a sales call today. That is amazing. And so, you're like so looking forward to this. I can tell as dude, you talk about it. I like what a day I'm having today. I am so pumped. And that's amazing. I still have like all the stuff I would love to do today. So. Let's talk about why I didn't have it. And I know Jamie covered a bunch of it, but I wanted you to hear it from me because I started going without literally 30 days ago. 30 days ago, my medicine ran out and I contacted my doctor and she was like, have you been using your medical marijuana? Oh, there's Jamie again. So we are trying video on this one too. So if I seem distracted at all, it's just because Jamie's video goes in and out sometimes because I'm the host. So she bumps in and out based on internet. So anyway, you should probably look up this video, by the way. Probably. Probably. Because 
it's our first video appearance together. And I like really tried hard by throwing a blanket over a crop top and I'm not currently wearing a bra or makeup and my hair is in a bun. So I tried really hard. My hair is also in a bun. I also have no makeup on. I am not wearing a bra and I'm sitting in my bed. So because it has it has the best acoustics for a podcast because the first podcast or no, the second podcast, whatever, the one that had all that feedback, Mm -hmm. um, that one was done at my desk and you might have noticed it had a ringing the whole time. Yeah. So no, we can't have that. So like we can't do that. Okay. Like, um, yeah. But anyway, getting back on topic. So my doctor was like, do you have, do you still use your medical marijuana card? Because I live in a medical marijuana state and I have my card. And I was like, well, I haven't since April, but I mean, I have my card and it's good until, you know, next year. And she was like, well, I'm not comfortable prescribing if you are using your medical marijuana. And I was like, well, that's not right because my medical marijuana is assigned for my, or is prescribed rather for my migraines. It's a pain relief, right? It's not for, it's not, it has nothing to do with my ADHD. It has nothing to do. Those are two. That'd be like if someone said, Oh, are you having surgery next Thursday? No, I can't help you with your ADHD. Like, what are you talking about? This has nothing to do with it. So she was like, well, I have to talk. Now, she is a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I have to talk to my partner and I'll get back to you. So I went a couple days without it. And I was like, OK, because she had her out of office on on my chart. And I was like, OK, that's, you know, that's whatever. And then I went um, I went and did like. I started getting ready for vacation. I started like, I got into other things and I was like, I'll just check in with her while I'm on vacation. So she has time to prescribe it. So when I get back, I'll have it. So I checked in with her over Memorial day. She, she, by the way, she responds to me immediately. Like it doesn't matter if it's a night or weekend. She really needs some work life balance, by the way. So, I respond to her and she's just like, oh, it's been called in. And I thought she meant like earlier that month and she just never got back to me. And I was like, well, where was it called in at? And she's like, oh, this this pharmacy. And I was like, "Okay, well, let me call this pharmacy. So I call the pharmacy and they're like, well, it's on back order. We can't get it to you. They're like, we can try like we're hoping for they then they told me a day and they're like. But no promises. We've been we've had it on the order for a couple days and it hasn't come in. So we called again the next day. And by we, I mean my husband, because at this point I am debilitated. It has been a month and I'm like worthless. And my husband calls in and they're like, oh, well, now we're hoping to get it on, you know, that Friday. And I'm like, I can't wait this long because I have a backload of work for like my design side and my coaching is still going fine because I'm engaging face to face with people and I'm problem solving in real time mm-hmm. and I can do that unmedicated, but I can't 
sit down and design things unmedicated. I'm not capable of it. Mm-hmm. So I walked, I not walked. I drove up to Meyer and I walk in and I, I went over to their pharmacy. Now they just opened at the very end of April. So I go over to the pharmacy and I'm like, hi. And I hold up my chart and I'm like, can you see if you have this in stock? Like if I had this transferred here today, could I pick it up? And she's like, oh yeah, let me check. And she checks and they have it. And she's like, now here's the thing. It's a schedule, whatever drug, you know, mm-hmm. we all know that our ADHD meds are harder to get because of this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's a schedule, whatever. So you actually have to have your doctor cancel your prescription at the other pharmacy mm-hmm. and have it reissued. Or you can go pick up a paper one. And I was like, the concept of going and picking up a paper one made me want to throw myself in traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if there, if anyone doesn't relate to that, I want what you're taking because I couldn't even, I couldn't even fathom the idea of going and picking up a paper one at this point. The fact that I made it to Meyer, mm-hmm. the only thing that got me to Meyer was the idea that they had plants there and I love plants. Yeah. So I stood there at, at Meyer with the pharmacist and I was like, okay, I'm going to send her a message right now through my chart and tell her what you just said to me. And I typed it and I was like, is this right? And she's like, yes. And I was like, okay. So I sent it. And within 20 minutes, my doctor was like, okay. Like I left and went back home and my doctor was like, okay, like done. Cause I had a call I had to be on yesterday. And when I got off that call within five minutes of getting off the call, Meyer had called me that it was ready. And I was able to go up there and pick it up. And Meyer even had all my insurance information. My doctor had sent all the insurance information. Amazing. So, so there's two parts to this. One, your doctor has no right to, to, to deny you based on other conditions mm-hmm. and prescriptions given by other doctors because this, like, that... If you're if you live in a state that allows medical marijuana for other conditions, that has nothing to do with your ADHD. Right. So stand up for yourself. Yes. And number two, once I made her aware of that, because I'm guessing other other people aren't open about their medical marijuana use. Mm-hmm. I am because I want everybody to know what is in my body in case I fall over dead or fall Mm -hmm. over seizing or something. Right. I want people to know what's in my system. Absolutely. So I have no shame about what I'm what I'm using. And um, if you if you aren't telling your doctor what you're using, just tell them. Just be open. Because if if you live in a state where it's legal even recreationally, just tell them mm-hmm. because it it's worth them having that information. Because if you use, just FYI, if you use marijuana, it takes more anesthesia for you to not feel the pain. Oh, in I surgery. didn't know that. Yes. In surgery and so, that's why it's so important you tell them. Mm-hmm. 
So I make sure to disclose it to everyone. Like I will, I even had my card. You you can literally just hold, have your card on your phone mm -hmm. in my state, but, and I have it like, but I also have a laminated one in my wallet in case like they just find me somewhere because I want them to be able to like go through my wallet and be like, oh, she's a medical marijuana like user. Yeah. In case they like are like, oh, I mean, you don't OD on, on marijuana, but you know what I mean? They want, I want them to yeah. know it's in my system. Absolutely. In case the thing is like, it hasn't been in my system in two months, but it could be. Right. You know? So yeah, those are, that's my soapbox for now is that always tell your doctor what's in your system. It doesn't matter. Like, don't be ashamed. You are an adult and you can put whatever you want in your system. Don't be ashamed. Like, it doesn't matter. Even if it's something illegal, don't be ashamed. We all make decisions. Whether or not you're proud of it, it doesn't matter. Just be honest. Like, if they're judging you, they can piss right off because they've made bad decisions too. They could have voted for Trump. I mean, like, who are you to judge? <laughs> God. So, so, yeah, but now I'm like, I am so good at everything right now. You That's how I feel. Seriously. When I, when I get, when I'm medicated, I'm like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm really good at what I do. That's incredible. Like, that's my, that's like my, how I feel. And I have proof of this because while I was unmedicated, not only did I close clients, wild, how, how, um, but. I was getting people life-changing results. Like I yeah. actually got, I actually got testimonials that say that. I'm not even a little surprised. I'm not even a little surprised at all. At all. So, so that leads us into this week's topic, which is not how to get testimonials, by the way. It's <laughs> how to raise your rate. Let's talk about raising your rate. Can I tell them my version of how to do it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know your version, so I would love for, for you to share it. Okay. So this is what you do. Wherever you have your offer, whether it's on a sales page or your website or your social media, um, you go in and somewhere there's going to be an edit button and you're going to press that. And then you're going to delete your current price and you're going to replace it with one that is higher. And and that's how you do that's it. Tech Tips with Jamie. <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new segment. We just introduced it. No, but seriously, like, like people, oh, how do I raise my price? Like, what percentage do I do it at? It's like, um, you, you make it whatever the fuck you want and then you do it. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to overcomplicate this. You don't have to wait until like having, oh, I'm, uh, they, this program that I'm like, that I'm in, like they said that like after like three clients, you can up your rate. Um, no, fuck that. I, I, after the first month of my program, I'm like, you know what? I'm really good at what I, what I do. I'm doubling it. And I doubled it. <laughs> so do you want to know the, the psychology behind why you want three clients before you do it? Because you don't have to wait for three clients. That shit is arbitrary. But there is there is psychology for neurotypicals behind that. I would love to hear that. 
it's so that you have proof that you are capable. So like closing. So, so it's you, you have proof that you are capable of closing at that rate. Mm -hmm. And then you go ahead and up your rate at the new rate because you're like, Oh, I have all this social proof. I know I'm good. Oh my God, I'm closing all these people. And then yeah. you up it because you're like, bitch, I close people at this rate. So I know I can close at this rate. It's a neurotypical thing. And oh. that's why it doesn't resonate with you. That's why it makes no fucking sense. I'm like, I don't understand why there's like this big looming thing about how it's like, it's like, to me, it's like asking me like, how do you take a shit? I'm like, you go into the bathroom, you pull down your pants, you sit on the toilet and then you actually take a shit. Like, I don't understand yeah. why we're talking about this still. You sit Very there. Easy. Yeah. And then it happens. And then it happens. Like, I don't understand why there's extra parts to this. <laughs> Like, you don't need a squatty potty. That's a neurotypical thing. Like, you don't need it. It, 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 That's extra steps. I don't understand. Yeah, I just, I don't. Um, Yeah, but I do like that. And and that's why I started at the rate that I did is because, like, like you said, like, get get some sales. But when it was, like, I was selling like that and they were re-upping and then after I even, I doubled my rate. Like I had someone tell me like, oh my gosh, like all of your rates are so affordable. And I'm like, you know what they are. And I was already like, maybe I should raise my rates, but I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it here for a minute. Um, But I, it's definitely not going down and definitely not going to discount my rate so that people join. Can we talk about why that doesn't work from a psychological standpoint? And just like, I guess mostly a psychological standpoint. People will wait for a sale. That's all Absolutely. it is. That's it. That's don't, it. Don't discount. So here's my thing. We don't wait for, we wait for sales. Number one. Um, Jamie got married and has a, has a family of seven now in case you hear children in the background. Yeah. She, I just, I, yeah, she, I now have 17,000 children. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. between this last week and this week, she, she gave birth to toddlers. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you. <laughs> those are, <laughs> those are um, nieces and nephews and things like that in the background. Yeah. So tiny humans. Yeah. Those are, those are not mine. My children are grown because I make good decisions. So anyway, when it comes to having a sale, People, you're training people to wait. And that's a terrible idea because then people are like, why should I buy at full price? She's just going to do that. And you also are going to upset your people who bought at full price. So the thing I recommend is if you are going to have a lower rate, you do it as an introductory rate. Mm Mm-hmm. It's your founding members rate. It's your introductory rate. It's whatever it is. You do it then. Or you do it right before you. This is what I do. I do that. Number one, I do it when something first comes out. And then I do it again. It's not a, it's not a sale. It's not a discount. I tell people, hey, now's the time to book because rates are going up. Right. So those are the two options that we have. Like you could, this is the last time to book at this rate because I'm about to raise the rates. And when I do that, I allow them to book out 
So for example, if they're booking today and it is now June. So what is this? This is third quarter, mm-hmm. right? Is that right? No. June is halfway through the year. April, May, June. Okay. So this is the end of, of second quarter. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so this is the end of second quarter, right? So if I, if I book someone today, I could say, Hey, you can book with today's rates because they're going up in third quarter, but you don't have to start today. You can start anywhere from fourth quarter to first quarter of next year. Oh, but you're, you, you're locking in today's rate by paying a retainer. Oh, that's smart. So that's the other option. If you're looking for running a quote unquote sale, it's, it's allowing people to lock in your current rate when you know your rates are going up and then they can just pay a retainer and then book out the service to start a little later. But make sure if you do that, that you lock in at a retainer, not a deposit Mm-hmm. because the con get a lawyer's opinion. This is not actual legal advice. Um, check with your lawyer, but where I am retainer and deposit are different. Oh, so make sure that you get the right thing written down. Can you People can ask for refunds. I sure can, but you know what? That's just part of having a family. I mean, like I am unmedicated today. Oh, so I didn't know they, that. I wouldn't, they, wouldn't be doing a podcast if I knew that. Oh, I feel good. I feel okay. And like I'm strategically not doing a lot of productive things today. And when you were so hyped, I was like, what an amazing day for a podcast. Like we need to do it. Like I feel good. I'm strategically yeah. not making myself be productive. But all of that sensory input of the kids screaming makes me yeah, kind of so want – it's it's making me want to do things I'm not going to say on a podcast. Um, Does it make you want to throw your uterus at them? Because that's what it makes me want to Absolutely. It makes me want to burn it. I yeah. have two children, by the way, for anyone listening who doesn't know that. I have them, but they are grown. So I don't have to deal with that sound anymore. And it's amazing. amazing. That's 10 that out of 10. Amazing. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for having grown children. When Joe and I talk about having kids, I'm like, I know that like we'd be great parents, but like they're so loud and they're loud for like a long time. And I don't know if I want that. Oh, I don't know where she went. Hey, she's back. You just back. Yeah, I'm back now. But yeah, they um, they are loud for a long time. The other part, though, is you teach them how to behave. Yeah. Oh, can I just like talk about my win with them yesterday? Because yeah, of course. it has nothing to do with being unemployable and I'll, I'll only take a minute. So we were at the dinner table and like um, my niece is four and a half and she did not want to eat her sloppy joe. And she kept saying like, there's too much meat on my sloppy joe. So I'm like, oh, we'll take it off. If you take it off, you eat it separate. And it's so good. She ate the entire thing. No problem. And I told her parents, I'm like, it might be a sensory thing, like a mixed textures thing. Because yeah. like with, with the OTs, um, with the OT background, but also having sensory processing difficulties, it's like sometimes I know mixed textures uh, freak kids out. So it might've just been that. And then she ate no problem. Her brother ate 
no problem as well because I was just like so excited about the food. And this is the second time that I got them to eat like no problem after they were having a tantrum. I was really proud of myself. That's a big deal. That's yeah. a really big deal. Yeah. And a lot of times the people who quote unquote don't want kids. And I'm not saying that like you do want kids. Please don't read into that. Oh, no, I won't. But they work the best with kids. Yeah. Because they have no skin in the game. They're not, they don't want kids. They're not trying to practice parenting. They're not doing mm -hmm. any of that. They're coming at it objectively. Yeah. Like my friend is a pediatric nurse at um, St. Jude's. Mm -hmm. And she works really well with kids because she has no desire to have children. She doesn't even have fallopian tubes. Like she's not having kids, you know, she's mm -hmm. not, that's not a thing. And because of that, she's able to work at St. Jude's. Like so she, she likes kids, but she doesn't want her own. But she doesn't like kids. Like she's not trying to hang out with people who have kids. Like that's not a desire. Yeah. But no. she likes going to work and working with kids. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. different environment. She likes taking care of kids. Yeah. And she's able to, like we have, we have a friend group that, one one of the sets of us decided to have kids late Ugh, so obnoxious ew <laughs> that has one, to like one person just decides to have kids late it's like what what are you doing <laughs> so they have little ones and yeah. and they're wild yeah so between her and me and sean we're able to wrangle them better than most because oh she's also adhd so between all of us, we wrangle them really well because we're neurodivergent. So mm -hmm. we look at things from a different perspective. We're not looking yeah. at it like sit down, eat your food. Right. We're looking at it like what's going on that's making this so horrible for you. Right. And that's, yeah. yeah. And we're looking at it like what's causing you to scream. Absolutely. So it's a different experience when you either don't want kids you're done with kids mm -hmm. and you're neurodivergent absolutely like because you're not practicing parenting right you're not doing that and right it's, it's just a different experience absolutely and like for me personally like i go into ot mode and so i'm looking at like how is the environment affecting the behavior too um mm -hmm. a lot of times my niece will put her hands over her ears. And I'm just like, I think she might be a little sensitive to like that sensory stimuli. And they are both very hyperactive kids. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were neurodivergent. I'm not going to label anybody anything. They're very young. They're just kids too. Um, yeah, so who, they're just kids. who knows? Who knows? But anyway, um, like their environment affects them as well. So anyway, this has nothing to do with being unemployable. And I just went off it's on my side with, thing. with ADHD. <laughs> And it has a lot to do with neurodiversity. And I think in general, because it has to do with neurodiversity, that yeah. it belongs. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. and that's the other thing that I, I sent this meme to you, or it wasn't a meme, it was a tweet where people said, oh, kids are so resilient. It's like, then why are all these adults in therapy trying to work through all the shit from their childhood? Preach, because those quiet, resilient kids were just internalizing trauma and... Yeah. Ugh. Heartbreaking. So, anyway, the whole thing was, how do you raise your rates? 
but instead we gave you a lesson in parenting and uh it's you're welcome uh, uh, so here's how you raise your rates you raise your rates <laughs> and if you want to talk about like how do you actually do it you look at it as as a service because when your rates are too low you attract too many people and you cannot serve your clients if you've attracted too many people you are not giving your best self to your clients anymore so and you're also not giving them the opportunity to invest in their self enough to where it they're going to take it seriously there's a couple people in my first cohort they didn't take it as seriously because you know the the dollar amount I was vastly undercharging. The reason I did that is to know I can close sales and I did. Great. Like I went through the process, but I raised my rates. It had nothing to do with wanting to make more money. I was actually like, how can I serve them better? And then you and I talked during my coaching call of, okay, I think you should really double your rate because that way they're going to be more invested. They're going to take the program more seriously. They're going to get a whole lot more out of it. I did that as an act of love. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And selling is a service. Like it is, think about it like if you had the solution for somebody and you chose not to offer it, isn't that kind of a dick move? Kind of a dick move. Yeah. So that's what selling is. It's something you do for someone, right? right. It's not something you do to someone. So when you think about it like that, and then you think about the fact that if you are offering a low rate combined with that, well, now you're just being a dick because right. you're like, oh, yeah, I have I have this amazing service and it's $7. People are going to sign up and you're not going to be able to serve all of them. So now people thought they were getting this awesome, awesome thing from you, but they're getting mm -hmm. it fast because you offered it to them at $7 and everybody flooded the gates. So now you got their hopes up and they're dashed. So instead, oh, and you're going to have resentment on top of it. So you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to deliver. You're not going to want to deliver, which means your gift is going to just die within you because you're yeah. not, you're not going to be able to do it. So how do you raise your rates? You just do it and you do it. Why do you do it? You do it because your clients deserve it. They deserve a higher rate so that you can show up and actually give it to it. Now, if you are somebody who has actually it could still be service-based, but you're delivering something and not coaching. So like for me, um, I have a design side. They're, you know, graphic designers, people who actually show up and do something like a landscaper, people like that. You do have to have the skill behind it. You can't just decide, hey, like something that one of my clients and I complain about all the time. You can't be like, hey, I'm a Canva designer. I deserve so much money because I work in Canva. Mm -hmm. Be realistic. Canva is not going to deliver the same results as someone who works in the Adobe suite. Be realistic with your prices and where your skill set is and what you're actually delivering. But when you deliver transformations, that's different. Yeah. So you still have to be realistic with what you're delivering, but also understand that you need to charge more because you are doing a disservice when you're not. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, I do like when we record 30 minutes worth of content 
and it can all be summed up in two minutes. I know. It's like, how do you, how do you raise your price? You just do it. And the reason that you don't discount is because then they'll wait for a sale. If you listen to the last, if you listen to those two things, you can pretty much just like disregard the rest if you really want to. Yeah. Pretty but, much. But, but we're then like, you really don't get to know us as people. Yeah. And like we're a lot of fun. And like, so what I'm trying to say is you're welcome. And yeah. <laughs> and I love this journey for us as friends listening to this part or listening to this podcast i love it's funny because i'm medicated i'm still can't stop playing with stuff that's just who i am as a human being absolutely absolutely no shame um i'm gonna i'm gonna promote myself for a second because you do because i want because i want to um i just created a twitch stream guys um, I went from not knowing how to do anything technological to creating a Twitch stream, and I'm really proud of myself. And also, let's just talk about last week's podcast because I did the entire thing, guys. Like the intro, the music, like the description, the the everything. That was all me. And this is someone who didn't even know how to use Instagram. So like, big things are happening. And also, I will put the link to uh, find my Twitch in the show notes. I'm already following and it's kind of a big deal because she did last week's podcast literally because I was unmedicated. Like that's a team player. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll do it with you. And then I was like, if I try to do it, I'll probably jump off a bridge. And I'm like, no, you're not actually going to, because you were still going to, you're like, Oh yeah, we could still do it. And then you, when you said like, I'm unmedicated, I'm like, no, yeah, you're bad. not going to. I'm doing it solo, and it we'll talk bad. next week. It was bad news bears. Bad news bears. Bad news bears around here. Absolutely. I was not. I was not doing well. I don't know if you yeah. heard. Yeah, it was doing really good. bad. I was like, I was super depressed because what happens? I don't know if you heard. Is you stop being able to function as a human? Yeah, and that's depressing. It's- and this is why it's so important to get that diagnosis if you want to be medicated. Yeah. Really, really, um, really cool thing, though, is I was talking to my husband's psychiatrist yesterday, and he is licensed to practice uh, psychiatry in eight states. And he's actually wow. going to – Yeah. So he's going to send me an email, and he gave me permission to put his uh, – to give my clients his information because he can do all the evaluations uh, through telehealth and he can prescribe uh, to those who are in the eight states. So I'm really excited that I'm starting to find the healthcare professionals that I can refer my clients to. Do we know what states? Um, no, it's in the email that I did not okay. open yet that was sent to my husband. And he also has ADHD and didn't. we didn't do the thing yet, but yeah. I will uh, let everyone know once I know. Okay, cool. Yep. I'm really interested. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. I'm really excited. Really, really, really stoked. I'm very excited. All right. Awesome. So I think that's everything. Um, And by I think that's everything, I mean, we talked about a lot. There's a lot of things. A lot. Yeah. Also, I think my name on this is going to show up as Sean because this is actually my husband's account. So, oh, that's hey guys, hi, Sean. Oh, Sean, 
I love that identity for me. I love that identity for you. Oh, I didn't do an ad for you yet. Do you know why that's funny? Is because when I mess with him, I always go, my name's Sean. So now, my name's Sean. That's amazing. My name's Sean. My name's Sean. I say that all the time to him. And he's just like, why are you mocking me? Like, I don't know. It's a tick I have where I just go, my name's Sean. That's awesome. My name's Sean. I've been doing it for like 20 years. I yeah. I call Joe random names. Like my thing recently is I tell him he's my favorite chicken nugget. And that's been the thing for like the last two months. I just say, man them Sean. Man them Sean. <laughs> man them Sean. I send him voice memos where I'm doing that. Man them Sean. No way. <laughs> I just send I just send random voice memos where I'm just like, man them Sean. And that's it. That's the that's- whole voice memo. So That's now why you're one of my favorite people. I'm pretty sure that the video is going to show me as Mum Son. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Mum Son. I'm I'm logged into his account. I'm not going to change it. You know? No, no, no. So That's I guess, hilarious. I guess Mum Son. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, if you want to contact Sean um, for, business, for for business coaching <laughs> and branding, um, go to chatwithmaggie.com or Maggie Isley with an S dot com. Maggie Do the thing. Isley. Maggie or Isley. Song. No, don't go there because I don't know what's there. <laughs> I don't know what's there. That's just... <sighs> And he hates it. And I've been doing it for like 20 years. It's, and my kids are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure, but, but it's doing something for me. On them phone. <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, it's not. And I was like, what's your name? My name's Sean. He's like, what is that accent? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's not anything. I'm terrible at impressions. I'm just got awful at impressions. And I'm always like, my name's Sean. Oh, then we need to do an impression sometime because I want to. Oh, that's it. That's my impression. I do one, oh, that, and it's my that's name's the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also do. Um, I do my impression of Melissa. Did you see Saturday Night Live like three weeks ago? I did when not. Selena Gomez was on. No. They did a really amazing, like the Cholo Girls, mm-hmm. and they were like, "That's sad." Oh, that's good. So I do that. Too. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, that's good. It was most of I really think that you and, should do stand-up comedy. And um, Selena Gomez. And they were they were cholo girls. And that's literally how they reacted to every piece of news. That's sad. Oh, that's, that's good. That's sad. That's good. So that's it. Those are my impressions. Oh, no, Jamie Frozen. That's sad. That's good. What's happening? Okay, well, Jamie's frozen, so I'm going to wrap up the podcast. And my name, not Sean, but my name's Maggie, and that's it for us this week. Bye. Oh, that's my um, Alaska, the drag queen. That's Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 impression. Bye.